0: And the headlines again. The government reported possible losses of fifteen million pounds today when the central computer database at the Department of Administrative Affairs was damaged by fire. In the city, the hundred share index is up Ah, oh,
1: Morning, Danielle. This rain.
2: Good weekend. Oh, apart from locking myself out of the house, perfect. Again? Oh, Danny. I was upstairs, just on my highlights, on my mobile, heard the milkman. Well, popped out to bring the milk in and bang, shut out. Crazy frog slippers, apricot face mask, hair wrapped in silver foil. <sighs> a load of people stopped and stared at me, Brian. I'm not
1: surprised. Probably thought the Martians had landed. What did you do, phone a friend or ask the audience?
2: Called my brother. He's the only one with a spare key. No,
1: he lives in Walthamstow.
2: Yes. Oh, it's
1: miles away. You need to leave the key with someone nearer. Or move to Walthamstow.
2: Oh, I'll bear it in mind. Helen rang. Needs to see you about exercising. Eh? Exercising what?
0: Exercising your plan is an important part of business continuity management. This audio CD, together with the manual, Getting Ready, will help you prepare for an exercise.
3: So, that's the plan updated. Let's move on. Shh! Brian, I'm sure I heard water dripping. Can you hear anything?
1: Perhaps it's a government leak.
3: No. (laughs) Listen. Oh. Never mind. Now, exercise. Mm. We must try the plan out. We don't want to get caught unprepared.
1: Well, I don't get it. We've got the plan. We've got an incident control officer. We've got the emergency services. Surely that's enough.
0: It's not enough to just write the plan and keep it tucked away in your desk drawer. You need to try it out and find out if it'll do what you want it to do. Exercising your plan will help you build confidence, clarify the roles and responsibilities of those taking part, and make sure everyone is kept up to date. The practical experience gained by exercising plans is essential for successful business recovery and continuity.
1: Yes, I I just wish you would be more careful. Well, I bet you wouldn't have lost it if it had been Sonia's phone number. Okay. Okay, fine. Listen, go to Jan at number five. She has a key. And if she's not in, Jake and Marion round the corner have one. And don't miss your chemistry test. I've got to go. Bye. Sorry, Helen. What can I do for you? Problem? Uh, My son, Robin. (laughs) Teenager.
3: Ah, he's
1: 16, isn't he? Yes, and he's very good at it. He's lost his key. I was just reminding him who has spares. Spares? Plural. I'm impressed. Oh, thanks. Um, why? Planning.
3: Having backup. Oh, Speaking of which, have you got your updated copy of the plan?
1: Um... uh,
3: The one I emailed? Oh,
1: yes. Um, it's here. Oh, somewhere. Sorry. What does it look like?
3: It looks like you've lost it.
1: Um, no. Is it big or small? I mean, am I looking for the yellow pages or Shrek's Book of Beauty Secrets? It's
3: like all the others. I've put in your comments.
1: <sighs> ah, here it is. Oh! <laughs> hmm.
3: Good. Great. Well, we're ready for a desktop.
1: You may be. I'm ready for a holiday.
0: A desktop exercise involves all those people taking part in the plan, sitting together in a meeting room and working through the plan together, then discussing any problems, gaps or mistakes in the plan. Before you run a desktop exercise, you must make sure that your plan is up to date.
3: Right. Before we go any further, have you been to see Bridget this morning?
1: Uh, Bridget? No. Why? What have I done?
3: She's our sponsor, not the Wicked Witch of the West. Go and see her. She wants to talk to you about my replacement.
1: Oh, okay. You knew, didn't you?
3: Someone's got to take over from me, Brian. I suggested you because you're the
1: right person for the job. I can't be business continuity manager. I've got enough to do without running bloody war games. They're not games, Brian. It's serious. I know. (sighs) I just can't do it, Helen.
3: Sit down a minute. (sighs) Look, I know you've loads on your plate, but the fact is you know more about this than anyone else in the office. You're the obvious choice.
1: Oblivious, more like?
3: You have to start believing in yourself, Brian. You've helped me out all the way. We did the business impact together, and the business recovery strategy, and you've helped me develop the plan. Well, there just aren't enough hours in the day. It doesn't take that much time. You know a lot of the work's been done already. Okay, but,
1: (sighs) no, it's no good. I just can't go snooping round like some Ofsted inspector, testing everyone. You're not testing them. You're
3: exercising the plan.
1: So you say?
3: Brian, there's no point doing this if we don't try it out. Why?
1: Keeping us busy?
3: No. You know as well as I do, it's about reassuring everyone that we're prepared. That when, if, the unthinkable happens, we'll be able to look after everyone and keep the business going. And you, Brian, will be the exercise manager who will demonstrate this.
1: (sighs) OK? OK. I'll give it a go.
0: It's important to identify an exercise manager who'll run the exercise and take overall responsibility for the planning. The exercise manager is usually the business continuity manager. If, however, the business continuity manager is not available or has a specific role in the business continuity plan, someone else must be appointed. On the day of the exercise, the exercise manager will make sure that the exercise runs to time and that everyone knows their roles. He or she will keep everyone informed about the progress of the exercise and call for breaks or the end of the exercise if necessary. Bad weather continues to affect East Anglia and parts of South East England this morning. Severe weather warnings have been issued and flood alerts have been placed on three rivers including the Medway Kent.
1: Good morning, Danielle.
2: Still chucking it down? Mm, Morning. I heard about your new position.
1: (sighs) You mean on my knees, begging to be let off?
2: It'll be okay, Brian.
1: Yeah, I guess. You're late.
2: Locked myself out again. Left my handbag in the house. I
1: told you to leave a key with someone.
2: Oh, I did. With my friend next door. Good. So? She locked herself out too. At the same time. Where do you live? The
1: twilight zone. Oh,
2: see you later. Oh.
3: Oh. Ah, good. Brian, mm-hmm. I've brought you all my notes on business continuity. Thought they might be helpful.
1: Oh, thanks, yeah. Um, just put them down somewhere.
3: Let me know if there's anything I can do to help.
1: Hmm. I will, thanks. I've been going through the manual.
3: Good. Does everyone know what they're doing?
1: I sent out a memo yesterday. Everyone should have that...
3: Brian, a memo is not enough. You need to go round and talk to people, face to face. And if anyone doesn't know what they're doing, you have an awareness session.
1: Sounds very touchy-feely. It's
3: just a meeting to check that they know what they're doing. Tell them to expect notification of a desktop exercise. Brian, Mm -hmm. you do know what everyone's doing, don't you?
1: Yes, Helen. Yes, I do. Look, it's just an exercise. Yes,
3: it may be an exercise today, but tomorrow, we don't know what might happen.
1: Yeah, it might stop raining.
0: Good morning, it's eight o'clock and this is Simon Jones with the news. Reports are coming in of an explosion in the centre of Paris. At 7.15 this morning, a car containing explosives blew up outside the Ministry of Foreign Affairs.
3: Brian? Yes? Come in. Close the door. Um, does the carpet feel damp to you? What? The carpet. Does it feel damp? Um, uh, yeah, a bit. It's frustrating. I've tried to work out where this is coming from. It's most peculiar. I've asked estates to investigate, but nothing so far.
1: Hmm... Did you hear the news?
3: Paris? Yeah.
1: Those poor people.
3: It just shows. You never know what might happen.
1: Yeah, I get your point.
3: Good. We need to crack on with this exercise. We've got responsibilities. Think of all the people who work here. If we haven't checked this plan, well, I dread to think. I mean, would you jump from a plane with an untested parachute? Oh,
1: of course not. Look, I, I do understand. It's just... What? Well, it's all a bit doom and gloom, isn't it? Do we want everyone thinking the worst? The worst can happen. Of course.
3: But it isn't just the huge disasters we need to be ready for. It's everything. Fires, flooding, fuel protests.
1: Food poisoning. Exactly. Fascist freedom fighters with flying fists. Does it have to begin with, Ev? Brian. Oh, OK. I'm with you. Good. So... What are you going to choose for
3: your scenario? Oh,
1: well, I don't know.
3: Um,
1: gas leak? It's about time we moved on to the G's, isn't it?
0: <laughs> All desktop exercises use a scenario. A scenario is a description of the events leading up to and during an exercise. It sets the scene and establishes what type of incident has occurred. A good scenario details everything, from the weather conditions to the state of the building and what services are still working.
1: So, this gas leak, I've got to write
3: some kind of script. Just a short list of events. You're not J.K. Rowling.
1: Hmm? Don't know that. Harry Potter and the 1998 gas safety regulations of doom?
3: It's got something. Well, let's hope it's not catching. Come on, let's get on.
0: Remember to keep your scenario simple. Describe it with one line, like, There's a sudden power cut, so it's clear, from the outset, what the incident involves.
1: Okay, I've got it. Um, The building's on fire. The electrics have gone down. One thing at a time, Brian. Oh, and the lift's stuck, with people trapped in it. Um, The ladder can't reach the people on the top floor. We work on the ground floor. And a turbo-powered gas tanker is out of control, heading for the main entrance. It's not a Bruce Willis movie. Oh, right. So I've got to make up some story about a minor gas leak. Well, it could happen, and it could cause no end of problems. Oh, yeah, and uh, and then it's like backdraft. Smoke and flames and men come in with their big gas mask (laughs) on.
3: Thank you. Thank you. I get the picture. The point is... We have to make sure we don't expose our people to unnecessary risks.
1: And what then? The board gets whisked away in an underground railway to the Welsh mountains?
3: This is about ordinary people, Brian. Ordinary people. You and I. Danielle. Bridget. David in the postroom. Being able to keep doing our jobs when something goes wrong.
1: Yeah, OK. A simple gas leak. Good.
3: Good. Now you've got your scenario, you need to put some messages and injects in the script.
1: And write an acceptance speech. Eh? For the Oscars!
0: (sighs) Injects, messages and pressure points are news of how the situation is changing and unfolding. They'll sometimes warn of services and facilities becoming unavailable. They'll show you how the situation is getting worse, or if it is becoming unstable. You can add them by word of mouth, by hand, by telephone, by fax or email, depending on the scenario. But remember, as it's only an exercise, don't use actual fax machines or send real email messages, as this may confuse people who could see them inadvertently and may lead to panic. There has been a gas explosion at a fuel depot to the north of WorkSop in Nottinghamshire. Blast, which shook nearby buildings and has created a large cloud of smoke, hit the centre at around 3.30 this morning. Fire brigades from several neighbouring towns have joined the fight in place, which is still raging...
1: oh, It's still raining cats and dogs out there. I just stepped in a poodle. I uh, thank all. Oh.
2: Hey, never mind the weather. I took your advice. I sorted out my key problem.
1: Good. About time, Danny.
2: I've got four sets with four different people, plus one buried in the garden, and one in a sealed envelope in my bank. Mm.
1: No one could accuse you of underdoing it, could they? Just
2: covering all the angles. Oh, by the way, I think Helen wants to see you when you've got a moment.
1: Mm. So, considering the news, I decided the gas leak idea was out.
3: Yes. Probably best. Don't know. Oh, good grief. No thanks. It's humongous. Mm. I try not to eat anything big enough to have its own postcode. (laughs) Fair enough. Oh, I got the notification. Thanks. Are you all prepared?
1: Um, nearly.
3: What's still to do? Have you decided what components you're going to exercise first? Communications, I expect. Or command and
1: control? Well, I'm going to look at the people first. Yes, the people, good! The first exercise will make sure we've got staff welfare sorted if anything happens. Great!
0: Start off by exercising the separate components of your plan. Then move on to combining some of the components and exercising them together to see how they affect each other and how they relate to the overall plan. Finally, when you are happy with all the separate components of your plan, Exercise them all together in a full desktop exercise. When running a component or full desktop exercise, you'll need someone to take notes of the actions taken by the teams as they occur. You will also need an observer to watch the exercise and add comments at the debrief.
1: I've arranged for Danielle to take notes, and would you be the observer, Helen? Oh, absolutely, yes. And I've started a list of everything I'll need on the day. Paper, pencils, whiteboards, markers, chairs, coffee... Giant donuts. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> Danielle's typing up the faxes and email messages. Have you booked the room? Oh, good point. Book meeting room. Brian, the weather.
3: Has it been bad every day, or is it me?
1: No, it's definitely the weather. You're never bad. <sighs>
3: Yeah, it's a funny thing. My coat was wetter when I got it out of the cupboard last night than when I put it in. There has to be a leak. What else could it be?
1: I don't know. Do you lock a cat in there?
3: Oh! <laughs> Still nothing from Estates, though. I must speak to them again. Now, oh, have you told Bridget about the exercise?
1: I assume she'd know.
3: Yes, but you need to confirm dates with her and let her know who's involved, any costs and so on. Right, I'm on it. Good. What about your intro and briefing? Still to write. Fine. What are you calling it?
0: To help identify the exercise, you must give it a name. This will also be the code word which must precede all communications concerning the exercise. Your introduction welcomes everyone to the exercise, introduces people who may not have met before, and tells everyone what roles they are taking. Your briefing makes sure that everyone involved understands what is going to happen, how the exercise will proceed, and the timetable for the day. You must remind people that any actions called for in the desktop exercise – sending emails or faxes, for instance – should not actually be done. It's important to make it clear when the exercise will end and stick to this time, whether or not you have finished the exercise.
3: See what I mean? I haven't watered this plant for ages, yet the bowl's full, overflowing, the carpet's soaked. Estates are searching, but I don't know
1: what more they can do. Round up some animals and build an ark.
3: <laughs> Did you get my notes? Yep. Slight problem. Exercise Edna?
1: Oh, yeah. It was my grandmother's name.
3: It's supposed to be the name of a disaster.
1: You never met her.
3: <sighs> Sorry, you can't use a person's name for the code word. Hmm. What if, as part of the exercise, someone calls reception to order an ambulance and there's someone in the building called Edna? Edna. If they ask for Edna, it'll cause confusion, wasting mm. time looking for her, that sort of thing. OK? OK. Now, what was the scenario? Oh, contaminated sandwiches from the calf next door.
1: Operation Greasy Spoon?
3: Well, it seems like you're ready to run your desktop exercise.
0: And as the bad weather continues this morning... Major flood alerts have been posted on seven rivers in England and Wales. The worst affected areas are in the Midlands, and the east of England. The emergency services are preparing for a rise in...
1: Danielle, what are you doing out here?
2: Drowning. You'll never believe it. I'm locked out. And before you say it, this time we all are. Brilliant. I just got my keys sorted out at home, and now I can't get into the office. Why? What happened? Lots of water happened. Helen's ceiling collapsed. Oh. The roof was waterlogged. It's like a lake in there, apparently.
1: Helen was right. Well, Where are the others? Over
2: there. I just waited here to meet you. Where did you put the off-site emergency control centre? Somewhere warm and dry, I hope.
1: Um, municipal swimming baths.
2: You're joking.
1: Well, their offices have all the facilities we need.
2: Bagsy, the shallow end. What do we do now?
1: Swim for sure. Oh,
2: here comes Helen. Danielle, Brian, well, I don't like to say
3: I told you so. But? I told you so. The roof's been leaking all week, but no one could find out where from. It was coming down inside the wall, behind my cupboard. Oh, I'm
1: sorry, Helen,
3: your office. Oh, it happens. It's in the electrics. Something must have shorted. Power's down, phones are out for the whole building. It's going to be a while before anyone can work in there. So, Brian, Hmm? what do you think?
1: Right, um, I think Bridget will want to invoke the plan.
3: Good, yes. Well, we're about to find out if it works. We'd better start moving soon. What next?
1: Okay. um, Danielle, can you get the command and control team together and tell them we'll meet at the ECC in 20 minutes?
2: I'm on it. You're going to be all right, Brian. Yes,
1: yes, I think I am. <laughs> but it would have been a lot easier to handle this if it had happened after we'd exercised the plan,
3: don't you think? Yes. Welcome aboard, Brian. What would you call the exercise? Operation Titanic? Poseidon Adventure? Rain Man. Singing in the Rain.
1: What a world! Oh.